What it do, it's your boy Sensor B and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It. This is episode five, let's just get into it. The Roseanne Show has been canceled by ABC and if you don't know what's going on, Roseanne been acting up, <laughs> but that's nothing new really, right? She's always been acting up. Now, I used to love the Roseanne Show, the original one. And when it was out, I watched it every episode to the very end to where they hit the lottery. She woke up and realized they never hit the lottery and Dan had passed away. I watched it up to that very last episode. And when it canceled, I was a little sad because I loved that show. When they announced they were bringing it back, I was excited because I wanted to see the show again. I liked the character Dan. I liked the actor who plays Dan. I liked the show, period. It was a good show to me. It was funny. Um, it was a kind of, a, for me, kind of a relaxing show. Um, but I thought it was good. And even though back then, Roseanne had always been the kind of person that acts the fool, you know. Um, and what I started doing is well, recording the show so I can go back. And I like to watch them now. You know, we have this recording capabilities. I like to watch them like six at a time, back to back. It's like my show's like that now. I feel like I really watch a lot of stuff. I like to binge watch a lot of stuff. So I wanted to do it that way. But before I got ready to start watching it, I already started hearing people complain about the show. Uh, and many of the ones that didn't like the show, you know, the one that was saying that the show was really, um, he, she like really, uh, really showing she's a really Trump supporter, a huge Trump supporter. And the show was really a political show now. And I was hearing all this information. And I'm like, man, what is going on? Cause it just, it just turned me off to why I didn't want to watch the show. You know, um, somebody told me it was one scene where, Dan made a comment like he couldn't get any job because all the Mexicans was taking all the jobs, something like that. Like what? Like and hearing this, like it just threw me up. I'm like that's not the Roseanne show that I know, you know. Um, so apparently, you know, th this goes on and and people complain about it. And the show is doing really well. Apparently, it's doing really well. Uh, I think the first episode or second episode, I believe Trump had um, sent out a tweet. Uh, praising the show, how well it was doing, like 18 million or something like that, uh, viewers, and how the show was mainly um, for them, for them as far as, you know, his, you know, uh, cabinet or whatever, you know, for him being president. He praised the show, it was doing so well. And, um, and Roseanne been doing a lot of little tweets and stuff like that, but this last tweet, it just really went way overboard and it just really pissed off a lot of people. And what the tweet was about was um, the look of former uh, President Obama's aide, Valerie Jarrett. And what the tweet said was that she, um, and this is about her looks, she um, looks like Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. <laughs> and she tweeted that. And when she did, then yeah, you know what happened on Twitter. <laughs> it blew up. People go pissed and everything right then and stuff. And she did she did come came back and made an apology. Um and apparently deleted the tweet. But you know, once you put something on Twitter or any social media, something like that, it's already gonna be you know, screenshot it within seconds, <laughs> you know, and it, you don't, if you delete it, it don't even matter because it's going to still be there. <laughs> you know, you cannot, you can't really get rid of it. So, um, but she had uh, deleted the tweet and said she was leaving Twitter. Uh, and at the time when this happened, 
um, a lot of different people was trying to reach out to ABC, but ABC was not responding. Uh, a little later, Wanda Sykes, who I believe is the executive producer of the show, said she was done with the show. She was not going to be returning, and she was she was quitting. Um, and 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 if y'all know, she's she's African American also. Now, and what gets me though, I look at this photo here, and and. I'm, this is all on CNN right now. I'm pretty. I'm sure, pretty sure all the major networks are talking about this story. But if you look at the photo of the cast, now they do have one little black girl there, and I'm thinking to myself, like, if she said that about this, um, about this aide, what does she think about this one black girl that's in her own show? Like, it just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that, you know. So she apologizes, take the tweet down. She apparently gonna leave uh, Twitter. But then ABC finally came back and said it was canceling the show, and that was a good thing by them. And the lady, uh, I think the the, the um, executive producer of ABC, something like that, is an African American lady. So I'm surprised it took it this long to even cancel this show. But it is canceled now, and that's a very good thing because I was like, I ain't, I ain't, I'm, I'm going to be dealing with ABC, man. They don't do anything about that. And I think what happened with Roseanne, I think she felt like. She was trying to do, I think, what she felt Trump did. You know, the, all the things that Trump has said in the past, you know, before he was elected and after he was elected and still be able to be elected as a president, I believe she felt that this show was doing so well. It was getting so much support from, I'm pretty sure, Trump supporters that she can say anything she wanted to say and ABC and everybody else gonna be okay, you know. And for a minute, it looked like that was gonna happen because ABC wasn't making a response. So you was thinking like, okay, maybe ABC is not saying anything because that money is good, you know, that money is delicious. So a few stars did tweet to ABC uh, asking them how does it feel to make a profit of racism. So a lot of people was doing up to ABC. And I think that heat of that just just got to ABC and they're like, well. And like I say, it was surprising me because I think one of the, the head people there is the African-American woman. So, but I think she felt like she can do that and get away with it because at the time, I think she was trying to ride that hate Trump tail. You know what I mean? So I am glad ABC stepped up. Uh, and we probably can thank Starbucks in this situation because of what happened to Starbucks. What happened to the girl and her that was fell asleep in her own dorm at Yale. Um, and a couple other incidents where people got police called on them because there was, you know, African-Americans, but really they were legitimate doing something or whatever. I think that that pretty pushed the issue over. Um, and I think ABC um, kind of thought about that. And I think if the Starbucks thing didn't happen, and all the other incidents that wasn't all of a sudden shown because this has been happening a long time for, before Starbucks, but Starbucks got caught on video by a lot of different races of people. The barbecue thing, the park, that got caught by another uh, white woman who was defending the African American guys that was on the on the in the park barbecuing. So I think those things set off ABC. I think if those things wouldn't have happened when they happened. I don't think Roseanne will be off. I think Roseanne's show will still be going on, which is crazy, but it didn't. It happened, and uh, ABC is canceled, and that's a great thing. But here's the question. Who's going to pick it up? 
If someone picked this show up after ABC let it go, what does that tell us? That doesn't matter what ABC did or anything. It could be all about the money. So it's, it's going to be curious to see and wait and see if anybody does. Now, I don't care if somebody picks it up. As long as they make it a different person who plays Roseanne and the show gets away from political stuff. They go back to where the show used to be. I'm cool with that. But if somebody picks it up with Roseanne Barr and it still continue to be the same show it is right now, there's political stuff going on, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. So let's hope nobody picks it up. Or if they do, change Roseanne Barr to some different actress and change the whole subject of the show back to where it was originally. But I am glad it's canceled. Kudos to ABC for doing it. I slap on the hand to ABC for taking so long. Um, and hopefully, Roseanne is not going to change. She can still probably go on Cyrus Radio. She probably can find some kind of podcast to run. She probably going to do some kind of stand-up comedy later on. By two years, three years from now, she'll do a stand-up comedy or something like that, even sooner. She may be in movies real soon. This ain't going to stop her. But hopefully, it now brings some light to her so that when she do make these stand-up comedy shows or whatever she's planning on doing now in the future, that we don't support that. We don't support that. Now, the problem with that is that she has a lot of Trump followers and we see how that happens. We see how strong that following is. So she's probably still going to do stuff and probably make money off of it, but she won't make as much money as she would have if she never would have tweeted this shit out and everybody really know now and see how she really is. So I'm glad the show is canceled. It's too bad. I feel bad for the cast because I don't think she represents the cast at all. A lot of them was really upset by what she tweeted. Um, and um, yeah, it's just crazy right now. The time is crazy right now. So again, the Roseanne show was canceled by ABC and hopefully it stay canceled. But we'll wait and see if anybody try to pick it up. Man, you can find this story on CNN. I'm pretty sure any other major network is talking about it also. But I want you guys to call in and give me your thoughts on this matter about Roseanne Barr, Roseanne's show being canceled, and everything that's going on, man. You can't just tweet stuff, man. Twitter don't play, yo. <laughs> Twitter don't play, but it gets you. It gets you, boy. It gets you, man. All right, y'all. Call in. Welcome back, y'all. Ace Ventura versus NFL. Jim Carrey stepping up, y'all. Jim Carrey on Twitter said that he thinks the NFL and Donald Trump are the real dumb and dumber. So he is attacking them both for allegedly blackballing um, Colin Kaepernick. Okay. Now, what his tweet stated was NFL who exploit players for three years, then abandon them to a lifetime of pain. Sided with a draft dodging racist who uses fake patriotism to squash peaceful protests. That would carry a post on Twitter. Yo, shit, Carrie playing, yo. And if you go to his Twitter, his Twitter is at Jim Carrey, the way it's actually spelled. He has a picture of Donald Trump standing at the NFL podium. Uh, and in the background, he has Campbell, Ford, Gillette, you know, Gatorade, all the sponsors. And what he's asking the sponsors to do is to start pulling out and not support the NFL because of what's going on. So I thought that was cool. 
from <laughs> from Jim Carrey to step out and do that and 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 support that and back up uh, Colin Kaepernick because he is definitely getting screwed in this deal. And it's amazing if you think about why he's not being signed, y'all. He is only being signed not because he stole anything, not because he accused of raping or or misconduct with a woman or 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 drunk driving or or you know any obscene stuff. He is simply being punished because he kneeled during the national anthem in protest of all the police brutality and things that's happening in the shootings unarmed people. He's being blackballed. To me, it blows my mind, though. And I don't even like the... I hated the 49ers, and I hated him as a player because my team played against him, <laughs> you know? But that is the only crime. That is only crime. Meanwhile, Eli, <laughs> Eli just got out of court because of what? Fraud. Apparently, him and some other associates were selling game-used equipment to fans or people who was buying them. Come to find out, it was never used in the game. He settled out of court. But what's happening to him? Absolutely nothing, right? I haven't heard anything else about this. I don't know if the NFL is going to find him. Is he going to be suspended for any game, period? Is he going to get blackballed too? I want you to understand that. Not just one incident. This guy, and I'm a veteran. And I feel like we are veterans and we fought for things so that he can kneel doing the national anthem. <laughs> That's the whole purpose of freedom. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But you're not going to hear anything else about Eli. Eli is not going to get punished. He ain't going to get suspended. I don't even think so. He may get fined, maybe. But yet, this guy cannot get... Nobody would pick him up, man. No team. I'm mad at my Cowboys. I'm mad at Texans. I'm mad at Seattle. Because nobody picked this guy up. He's not a trash quarterback. He's a starting quarterback. And why won't you get him? Because he kneels? Come on, man. And this new NFL rule where they tearing players, you have to come out, you have to kneel. Are you staying in the back? I hope they stay in the back, yo. I hope they stay in the back. I hope the stars stay in the back. I mean, the big stars of the team stay in the back. Man, I hope they all stay in the back and just take that fine. You know what? Most of these guys are already millionaires already. Hopefully, they took care of their money. The little rookies got to deal with it. But I hope they stay in the locker room, man, and take them fines, man. And I hope that these, like like, like Jim Carrey asking some of these uh, sponsors to back out. Because to me, it's ridiculous, man, what they're doing to him, man. It's ridiculous. And it's happened so much, so much in the NFL. So kudos to Jim Carrey for stepping out, saying something with the type of person he is and the clout that he has. 18.5 million followers on Twitter. They all saw that. For him to put his neck out there and say something like this, to me, is just something... Speaks about him, man. I got more respect for Jim Carrey now than I already had. So I'm glad he stepped up. I wish more people would step up who has that kind of clout that he has. 
that kind of following that he had and say something about this. And like I said, I didn't even like Kaepernick. <laughs> Not the person, but the player, yo. I hate the 49. I'm a Cowboy fan. <laughs> you know? But this is crazy. And if and, and somebody need to pick this guy up, man. Pick him up. Stop being punks. Stop being little bitches in the NFL. Pick this guy up and put him in a starting quarterback. Or at least let him try out. Okay, let him try out. At least try out. I mean, come on, man. It's ridiculous, man. So Jim Carrey stepped up, called NFL and Donald Trump dumb and dumber. I agree with that. And I'm glad he did step up. So call in. Let me know what you think about this article. This article is on TMZ. You can check it out. You can read more about it. There's more information there. And they also have the picture that I told you about. That picture is pretty sick. Uh, go check that out. And call in. Give me comments about that. And also your whole thoughts about the Kaepernick thing. And the Eli thing. I mean, that's just one thing. I, and I'm saying Eli because that just recently happened. And I don't hear anything else about it right now other than the guy settled. So if something can settle in a court, that means you're guilty. That's what, that's what I mean. That means you're guilty. You mean you're guilty or you didn't know and you were just signing your stuff away and a person you had worked for you cheated you out of it or whatever. So maybe he didn't know. The point is, he was doing business with somebody who did know and was bad. So, and he's still going to be playing. So that's crazy. So call in. I want to know your thoughts about this whole thing. And uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Welcome back, y'all. Do y'all believe in UFOs? Do y'all believe we've been visited? I personally believe that we've been visited. I believe there are UFOs. I believe we're not the only planet in this huge universe. Um, but there is an article in the HuffPost that is giving some detailed information about a UFO sighting that was recorded by the U.S. military off the coast of California 14 years ago. Apparently in 2014, the incident involving what they call the Tic Tac UFO, it was named because it was a fast moving white object that resembles a Tic Tac. Um, and it was first revealed last year by the New York Times and Washington Post. And what was being said that something was being seen by pilots in the shape of uh, you know, Tic Tac type. It was white, but none of the radars was picking it up. Um, at one point, some pilots said they may have saw something in the water that indicated a disturbance up to the size of a football field. One pilot said it looked like frothy, frothy waves and foam, um, almost resembling that the water was boiling, but they could never see anything. Um, and in the sky, they were saying they saw the white capsule moving at a pretty decent uh, pace and, and very high um, up. And it was kind of like telling some commercial planes, apparently. Um, and that... Uh, it couldn't, they thought it may have been cloaked or whatever because they couldn't see it on the radar at all. And they really couldn't make it out. But, you know, it was keeping up with some commercial uh, airlines. Now, there is a audio here that I'm going to let y'all hear um, that's going to let you hear the conversations between military. I believe this has to do with the, the, the towers um, at the airports 
a lot of people are discussing what's happening right now, what they're seeing. The pilots are calling in, um, and this is all supposed to be recorded by them. So I'm going to let y'all hear this. Um, it's, I think, I, I listened to it maybe about 10 minutes long, maybe. It's, it's kind of long, but I found it very interesting. All right, and we'll discuss it once I let y'all hear it. Some more cutters on. Y'all check this out. This conversation that everybody's having while this so-called Tic Tac UFO was being spotted, okay? And again, all this is on, you know, and they tell you, FAA phone conversation as the incident was taking place. Seattle Center's operation manager uh, in charge talked to the military and other FAA uh, entities. Yeah. 
He has vision on an airplane, and I, we don't even see him on a primary. Torn northbound. Yeah. What kind of, do you have any other information? He's working on getting a mileage and description out of him right now, but uh, Oakland just called, and they said they've already called the den on this. Oh, they did, okay. So. Okay. Um, I'll just let you know if I hear anything else. Okay. All right, thanks. Thank you. Bye. I was just listening to all that, so I'm wondering if we can ask if they can even determine a type of an airplane. Are we talking about a 737 or a Learjet or a... You know, the United... I heard he, they said that he said it was a spec. I'm not really sure. I don't know what, that, what does that mean. I don't know, like something small. Oh, it's small, okay. So, um, but they're wanting us to call WADS on it. That's what Oakland just called me and said that they were working with WADS. All right, y'all, so that's part of the conversation. You can go to HuffPost and hear the whole thing. So what, what's going on with this to the whole thing is it goes on continuing to say that they're seeing this speck um, that is in between two airline planes that's kind of following, but there's no markings on the plane, and the radar is not picking up any kind of ping or anything. So they never come to the conclusion of what this may be. Now, um, it does state that there is a, um, the former military intelligence officer who led that program, he's indicated that there was more information that the public have not yet seen. And he said, to my personal belief, there is very compelling evidence that we may not be alone. Is what he told CNN last year. Now, if you go to HuffPost, there's a link that directs you right to the actual military report online. You click on it, it takes you to the report itself. You can read it yourself you also go back and listen to this whole audio because it goes on for about um even what we heard now is four minutes it's 10 more minutes left so it's about 15 minutes long the whole thing and it goes back and forth with the faa and military whoever talking trying to figure out what they're seeing and where is it and why they can't see it uh, on radar and they can't even find it you know so that's crazy to me so um and I'm pretty sure there's more, more evidence of this. Now, it also states that it could possibly um, not even be a UFO. It could be some um, advanced capability that the U.S. military may have or foreign governments may have that have not been made to the public. That's always a possibility. That's what they always say, right? They always say, oh, maybe it's some new military stuff we're working on. And, you know, it's, that's a possibility. Um, but I, I really think that... You know, we're, we, we've been visiting multiple times, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think a lot of our technology that we have that you don't know, especially in the military, is from things that we have came across, you know what I'm saying, from visits or something like that. Now, I found interesting the thing in the water, when they said they found that like a football size of disruption in the water that kind of looked like it was foaming. Like almost like the water was boiling. That's kind of crazy. It makes you wonder if something crashed in that water, and maybe. Um, and they said that the the plane that was following was something small. Maybe something crashed in that water, and maybe that was like a a pod that somebody was able to get into to escape from whatever crashed in that water. It said the size of a football field. So you mean we don't know what's happening, and we really don't know if this even even true. You know what I'm saying? It's on the Huff Post. Um, it's under weird news. You know, um, 
but the information seemed to be legit information and the conversation. And I've seen some other other articles about astronauts like Armstrong and stuff saying that they have seen things in space while they've been up there and um, to where you know it's not an asteroid or anything like that because it would move really fast, but it would stop and go back the opposite way. And it would come back the opposite way. So you know there can't be like a meteor doing that. That's going to continue to go one way. So it's a lot of evidence pointing that we're not alone. You take every 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 51. I mean, apparently it's not there no more. It's been moved and relocated. But come on, man. That is, I mean, to even, what job you know that lets you drive to the job and then because you're playing, you go into your job every day. That's crazy right there. Just that alone is crazy. Not even talking about the technology you had on the perimeter of the place where they had um, technology that um, computers or whatever that can smell the difference between a human and an animal. This is some computer shit that can smell the difference between a human and animal. So, you know, you know something was in there that was really, really top secret. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure it has something to do with some things that we have found from our prior, <laughs> uh, our previous visits from people from out of space. So I believe we're not alone. I think the universe is so big and I think it's very naive of us just to think that whatever created us only created this one planet and that's it. And they got tired. Um, and especially with all the problems we have on this planet, you would think that whoever created this planet just not satisfied with this planet and why just destroy it. Just let it live. I mean, gonna make another one somewhere else. That's why I look at. That's how I look at it. Like, so I feel like it can't be. We can't be the only ones, because I believe we're just like a little experiment. And according to you know beliefs, you know <laughs> how we started doesn't never have made sense to me. How we began, <laughs> you know, it's confusing to me with the apple and the tree, but the oldest bone is in Africa. I don't know. See, I'm confused by that. So. I really think that we have uh, been visited many times and I wouldn't be surprised if we have people walking around right now that look just like us and are human, but really not from this planet. <laughs> I, I just feel like somebody right now, your best friend might be from some other planet. You don't even know, man, really. You don't know. You don't know what that might be happening right now. You don't know who you're sitting next to. You don't know that. So. Um, I thought there was a crazy article. It was cool. Uh, we had a conversation between the FAA and the uh, the Seattle up here in the airport and stuff going back and forth trying to figure this out. And nobody still never really knew what it was, but a lot of different people saw it. And I'm going to tell you something. One time <laughs> I was, um, I worked for a tech company before I worked at the IRS. And we was going to lunch one day and we was going to a teriyaki spot. And I was in the backseat of my friend's car, right? And we pull up into the parking lot of the teriyaki spot. I looked up in the sky and I saw a chrome capsule. <laughs> Nobody believes me, yo. It was like, it was kind of far, man. But I saw it hovering. It looked exactly like a capsule, man. Like a pill capsule. It was chrome, man. I was like, what? And as we pulled in, we went through the back of the teriyaki place and they had a big sign. And as we pulled in, the sign blocked my view. And when I, carried, I got, took my camera up, when I came around that sign, I was gonna put my camera up there. But when I came back around, it was gone, man. <laughs> and nobody believes the story, yo. 
and I, it was no flare. It was it wasn't moving. It was just hovering there, and I clearly saw the shape of this thing, man. So, and to tell you the truth, I just thought that right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I didn't even put that together with this right-handed story that that UFO reminds of a Tic Tac, which almost like a, like a capsule, capsule, capsule. Uh, I didn't see any markings. It was just shiny to me, like really shiny, like. Like, 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 I couldn't have been the only one that, that saw that. That's what I thought. So, whether you don't believe that or not, <laughs> and nobody believes me when I say it, but I swear to God, I did see that. Um, we just don't know. I, 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 I don't, I think we are, are, are not alone. And I'm, I'm really, I want it to happen before I die. You know what I'm saying? But I want it to be a peaceful visit. I don't want it. I don't want to be alive and they coming to take over Earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want Thanos. <laughs> I don't want Thanos on this, on this Earth to take over Earth, yo. I don't want that to happen. I ain't trying to get the finger snap, yo. <laughs> I ain't trying to get the finger snap. But uh, I thought it was a pretty cool article, man. I, I'm really, I've always been intriguing UFOs and is there really other life out there? Uh, I am so curious about that. I'm, 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 and I'm pushing for the space center to get bigger and and us build more. That's the only thing that's stopping us really is just making more space centers, pretty much. That's how you, we're going to be able to travel to far places. Yeah, we got to make multiple ones to go here and then fly to the next one. Like It's like a rest spot, rest area. That's what we got to do. So I hope my lifetime uh, of living that we do get a visit and we can finally see that we're not the only ones living in this whole universe. Of course, that's going to change a lot of stuff because that happens. Religion would never be the same, yo. And religion controls billions of people, man. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. So call in. Let me know what you think about UFOs. Listen to this, Sam. You think this is real? Um, and why isn't this being talked about more if it is real? You know, call in and uh, hey, let's talk about it. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. I got a little bit of entertainment news that I'm going to get into. There's a couple of stories here. Uh, first, Paramount is removing Transformers 7 from the calendar. Oh, man. So, apparently, uh, they are uh, removing the Transformers 7 movie that was supposed to be for, like, June 28, 2019. Um, they're releasing it from this calendar for right now. Um, it was supposed to be... Uh, getting ready be because they're going to do the first spinoff of the Transformer, which will be called Bumblebee. That was set to hit theaters December 21st. That still possibly may happen. Um, but the actual Transformer 7 may not happen on time. Uh, apparently, they have uh, Michael Bay, who is going to be uh, moving on, taking his talent to Netflix and directing a Ryan Reynolds. Uh, directed Ryan Reynolds in... A, a movie or a series is going to be called Six Underground. I'm assuming it's going to be a movie, probably. I'm not sure what that is, but um, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> if Michael Bay doing it and Ryan Reynolds is going to be in it, it's going to be good. But kind of bad news for Transformers fans. So I really want to let y'all know that if you're a Transformers fan like I am, but I want to know, are you Transformers fans? Have you liked all the Transformers? I've loved them all, Okay. But I look at it different than some people do. And I think a lot of people who don't like all the Transformers are the new people who didn't grow up with Transformers, in my opinion. Because a lot of people always say that, oh, the story ain't that good in the Transformers, the storyline. But for me, 
who was around when it was created <laughs> and watched it from the very beginning, I don't need the storyline. To me, it is just fascinating to get it from from when I first watched the Transformers when it first came out and I had my first own blaster Transformer toy. From that point, to get it to the big screen where it's at now where they're incorporating real people in with these giant robots, that's the fascinating part to me. So I don't go to Transformers movies to look at the storyline because I already know the history of the Transformers already. I know this storyline. I go to see the Transformers transform in like a real life environment. I get to hear the sound of the Transformers transform and action and shit blowing up and Optimus Prime and Bumblebee kicking some major ass, you know? Uh, so I've always liked all the Transformers and to me, it can never be enough Transformer movies because it's so many people and Transformers they've never covered. They still haven't shown me Omega Supreme. Nobody speaks about Omega Supreme, yo. He's like my favorite. And I, and I always wonder one day, how would they pull off something that huge? If you know who Omega Supreme is, he's like a bass almost. He's just pretty like a bass. He is so huge. But I like they put off Unicron. They could put off that, you know? But... I've always liked the Transformers movies. I hope they continue on. And I'm, and and people always complain about them, but they always do well in the theaters every time. People say, oh, it's not a good storyline. But when it comes out, it always does well. Because a lot of people are saying, like me, they don't go for the storyline of Transformers. Ain't nobody, ain't no Transformer gonna get an Oscar? <laughs> Optimus Prime is not getting an Oscar, yo. I'm saying right now, so stop wishing that he does, all right? But he is with some ass, though. That's what I want to see. Optimus Prime whoop some ass, pulling his trailer. <laughs> Bummer B whooping some ass. You know, that's, that's what you want to see, man. Megatron, man. That's Transformer life for me. So I hope it continue. Hope they, they haven't said anything update lately on when the Transformer 7 going to be coming out. Um, maybe later, but I hope it's not too late. And then, like I said, Bummer B is scheduled to be for December 21st. But I don't even think I've seen a trailer yet. For that so I don't know if that's gonna even happen um and it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with that so hmm curious so your Transformers fans don't get sad it's not over yet not over yet next one I have is the six million dollar man I didn't even know they're making this apparently they're making a six million dollar man a reboot uh it has been pushed back to the year 2020 and I guess Mark Warburn will be playing Steve Austin <laughs> so that's gonna be interesting to see, man. Very interesting. That was one of my favorite shows to watch. Is the Six Million Dollar Man with Steve Austin, the Bionic Man, then the Bionic Woman came out. I think the um, the most watched episode of the Six Million Dollar Man it had to be when he fought Bigfoot. <laughs> yes, there was a Bigfoot. Somebody made a, a a Bigfoot that was like robotic, whatever. And they got into it, and now like the fight, that's like the Godzilla King Kong fight of the year was a six million dollar man versus Bigfoot, yo. <laughs> if you if you born back in them days, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? So I love the six million dollar man. I've always liked um, to watch that show, and and the, and the um, the six million dollar woman also was a good show too. So yeah, they're making a reboot of that. It been pushed back though, 2020. Mark Marburn apparently gonna be playing him, and um, I'm kind of curious to see that man. Also, in 2019, Godzilla 2 is moving from spring to summer. 
Uh, it would not open on May 31st versus March 22nd of that year. So, Godzilla 2. Interesting, too. So, I think they are preparing for the Godzilla King Kong beatdown because Kong Skull Island was a legit King Kong because his size, he was huge. And now, I think the same creators who made Kong Skull Island is the one that's going to be doing Godzilla 2, which should be the big Godzilla. The big, big, big Godzilla. And then after Godzilla 2, I believe we're going to then have either the Godzilla versus King Kong, which everybody been wanting for like 50 years to happen again. That may finally happen. Or it may go into where these two maybe have to work together to fight all the other bad stuff. Like the three-headed, I can't think of the name of the dragons, uh, Rodan, Rodan, whatever, all those guys and that. Hey, do anybody remember the turtle? What was the name of that turtle that was spinning around when he flies? He was a good turtle. <laughs> he was like Godzilla King Kong, we would help. He was like a good fighting turtle, but he was a giant. I can never remember the name of that damn show. If you call in, you know what I'm talking about. He takes off, his legs going to his shell, and then, like, a jet power comes out of his shell where his legs are at. And it's how he flies, he spins. But, <laughs> like, nobody, no, I can never remember what that is, man. But, anyway, call in if you know what I'm talking about, man. But, anyway, that's my little entertainment news right there, man. Um, so, you can check these out also on the Hollywood uh, Reporter. Go to the website. You have more news there about other shows that are coming or delayed or pushed back, movies and whatnot. And you can check it out. So, I'll be back. Welcome back, y'all. Let's do a recap of what we discussed today. We went over Roseanne being canceled by ABC. That's a good thing. Ace Ventura versus the NFL. Thank you, Jim Carrey, for putting your neck out there. Talked about Tic Tac UFOs. Do UFOs exist? Have we ever been visited? Entertainment news. No Transformers, but we're getting a Bumblebee. Hey. What? And that's all we had today, y'all. So thanks for listening, man. Call in. Let me know what you think about the show or I want to discuss any of the topics that I covered. Um, also, we're doing good. Like every show so far, we are bumping up one to two extra listeners. So that's a good thing. So we're moving on up, y'all. Yo, that's that jam right there. <laughs> But I want to thank everybody who's coming through, man, giving hand claps, listening. Don't forget to call in and let's discuss some of the things that went over. And I'll see you real soon, y'all. It's your boy, Sincere B. Don't forget to turn on your notifications for all your social media, YouTube and everything. And if you ain't following me, subscribe to me, whatever. Do all those things. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Anchor. It don't matter. Just sign up and follow me. Yeah, notifications and all that. It's your boy, Cecil B. I'm out of here. Peace. That's all, folks.